And the question I'm asking myself as I take inventory of my days is, what is the story that I am telling myself in this particular area of my life? And is it true? And recognizing because that is what I'm living into. So I need to make sure, is this true? So what is the story that I am telling myself in this area of my life? looking around at your life and thinking that it doesn't resemble the life you envisioned for yourself? Do you feel stuck in a particular season and your days just seem to run together in this endless loop of more of the same? Have you pretty much lost any hope that those things in your heart will ever become a reality? Or maybe you're feeling so disconnected that you don't even remember those desires in your heart anymore. Hi friend, I am Susan Beth and you are listening to the She Is Podcast where we talk about living life intentionally and trusting that those desires that you have deep down inside of you, they're there for a reason. I believe that the creator of the universe put those desires within you and that they are pathways to your purpose. If you are here for me to tell you who you are and three steps to living your best life, then you're in the wrong place. Will I share truths and practices that are super helpful? Absolutely. But my deepest desire is that I would create a space that allows you to clearly hear the whispers of the divine and that you would be reminded of things that I honestly believe you already know, that you, my friend, are here for a reason. So if you're here for more conversations in that kind of space, welcome. Let's go. It's the first episode of 2022, and I am so glad that you are here. I have been wanting to add in sharing some reviews and testimonials for quite a while, and I just never have done it. So it looks like 2022 is the year it's going to happen. Seriously, I, I wanted to do it for one, just to let you guys know how much I really appreciate when you do take the time to listen to the podcast one, and then pop over to like when you actually go to the show page and leave a review and a rating because it really does help for the podcast to show up when people are searching for um, a certain podcast to listen to, like around a topic. So when they like put in Google or even in the podcast thing, when they put in certain words or something they're looking for, having more reviews and ratings actually helps your podcast show up more. So thank you. Thank you. If you're one that has taken the time to go over, and if you haven't, I would love it if you would do that. Um, after the episode today, just go over and um, do a rating and a review. I would really appreciate it. So the review I want to share today is from Jenny M. And she shared, thank you, Susan, for sharing truth. This has been so encouraging for me to listen to. Your episode on fear and what we are allowing into our thoughts resonated so deeply with me. I'm excited to have the spiritual encouragement at my fingertips. Thank you for taking the time to share, Jenny, and I would love to pray a prayer blessing over you. Father, I thank you for Jenny's life, and I pray that as we are starting this new year, that she would sense your love and your direction in her life. I pray that any fear would be cast down in her mind, and it would be replaced with the power and the truth of all that you are in her life. In your name we pray. Amen. 
I was originally hesitant to go with what I wanted to share in this episode because I know that this time of year, everyone is sharing their opinion on resolutions and goals for moving into the new year. And a big part of me just hated to add to the noise. But then I realized that me not doing this episode is exactly the reason I want to talk about how I'm moving into a new year. And at the start of this new year, I am not feeling any pressure to set any new or lofty goals, but instead, these past few weeks, I have found myself walking into 2022 slowly, purposefully, and prayerfully. In the slowness of in the weeks following Christmas, I have been reflecting about the stories that I live, that we live, and the stories that I believe to be true. Because the stories that we believe to be true are the stories that we live. So me staying quiet in order to not add to any noise is me playing into a story that I tell myself that keeps me from sharing what's in my heart, which is an equally big part of me that wants to share and in what oftentimes feels like a a fire shut up in my bones. And that's an example of what I want to dive in today, us stopping and recognizing that a particular action is tied to a storyline that we are believing and is causing us to live out our lives in a particular way. So it would seem pretty important then to make sure that the thoughts and the stories that we are telling ourselves are based on truth. I've talked in previous episodes about how easy it is for us to live our lives on autopilot, you know, how we get used to reacting to certain things a certain way and that we don't even think about or try to respond that way. It just is automatic. You know, and some of those things go back to our childhood and the ways that we have learned to navigate in the world. You know, days after days and months and years of behaving a certain way then causes the neuro pathways in our brains to be carved out in that way to where it's almost like this automatic response that we react and think in a certain way. But the good news is that we can literally rewire our brains. It takes diligence and commitment on our part, but we can do what the scripture teaches us and literally renew our mind to truth. This is where the diligence part comes in because you have to recognize where you are living a lie and apply the truth and continue to apply that truth until you have created new neuro pathways and new ways of thinking and responding. But it is just so amazing how our God has created us and given us the power actually in our mind and our brain to take things captive, to take captive thoughts and bring them under the authority of truth. And that truth will change our lives. So where my heart and mind has been in reflecting the moving out of a year and into a new one is around asking myself some questions about the stories that I believe to be true. And today I'm inviting you to join me in asking those questions. And the question I'm asking myself as I take inventory of my days is, what is the story that I am telling myself in this particular area of my life? And is it true? 
and recognizing because that is what I'm living into. So I need to make sure, is this true? So what is the story that I am telling myself in this area of my life? So obviously you can't tackle every area at once, but as, like I said, like I said, as you're going through your day and your week, just as Holy Spirit brings to your mind, take inventory and ask yourself this question. And, and I believe that it will naturally come up when you are being intentional about asking these questions. You will, you will begin to notice. Asking these questions is intentional work on our part, but more importantly, the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And y'all, we don't have to feel any pressure to figure everything out or feel like we are behind in some kind of race or missing out on something. And trust me, I have felt all of those things. And guess who else has felt that way? Eve. It's one of the oldest lies in history that the enemy loves to distract and torture us with. But you are good friend, and you aren't going to miss anything that God has for you if you will keep showing up and surrendering to his love and goodness in your life. I still have my moments of wanting answers to questions, but I've gotten a lot quicker in setting my heart and my mind on seeing the layers of the faithfulness of God in my story. I've learned that I can trust him with the desires of my heart when I stop looking for the answers that I want in a particular moment or season and trust that his view is perfect. And he is setting you and I up for the long game, eternity. That's another question you might need to be asking. Am I so focused on present circumstances that I am missing how faithfully God has shown up in my story that maybe at the time I didn't even recognize it was his hand that was working in my life? And where do I need to loosen my grip of control and surrender to the life and freedom that God has already provided for me? You know, most of the tension and the stress in our life comes from us resisting the truth that we know deep down inside of us to be true. I'm not sure who said this quote or statement, and I don't even remember exactly how I heard it, but it was something like, finding your purpose is not so much about discovering who we are, but rather discarding and taking off the things that we aren't. And some of the stories that we are living, it's not that they're necessarily bad. They're just not our story. And most, most of you have probably heard the story about the woman who every time she made a ham, she cut off the ends of it before she put it in the pan and cooked it. So one day she was asked by her husband, like, why she did that? Why do you cut off the ends of the ham? And she answered that she actually wasn't sure. She didn't know why she did it. She said, I just always saw my mother do it. And when she asked her mom about it, her mom then answered with, well, I did it because I saw my mom always do it. So when they finally were able to ask the grandmother, she laughed and said that she had cut off the ends of the ham so that it would fit into the baking dish that she had. So it's a really funny story, but it's also very relatable. We all are part of, of continuing these certain activities or ways of being because of what we saw growing up or how we participated in life. And we just continue to, to live life the certain way, sometimes not even knowing the why. 
And this isn't to say that the way we've been doing something is wrong, but like I mentioned before, maybe like the ham story is unnecessary, or maybe it's just wrong for you. I remember years ago when I was sending the first two of my five off to school and everything in me and in them actually didn't love it. You know, this was years ago and homeschooling was definitely not what it is today. And I didn't even, I don't know if I knew anybody that was actually doing it, but I didn't know any, didn't know much about it. And I would have been the last person that um, would have thought I would be homeschooling my kids one day. All I know was that I had this gut feeling that I didn't want to send my kids off for hours every day to spend with someone else implementing their ideas of education and their ideas around life. And please hear me on this. I know that there are some of you that love, absolutely love the traditional school system and your kids thrive in this environment. And I know some wonderful teachers in this environment. But let me remind you, we can have different desires and stories and still love and support each other. You know, sadly, I feel like we are living in a culture that wants to just keep everybody divided over differing opinions. So let's do that differently, okay? My point is that it was very hard to change the school story in our family. And not just in the area of traditional classroom setting versus homeschooling, But even within the homeschool community, you know, there are so many differing opinions and ideas on how to actually homeschool. And it was a journey to figure out and actually go with, in the end, worked best for us as a family. But I had to navigate opinions from those who didn't like our choice and questions from those who didn't understand it. And it caused me at times to question my role as a mother and fear would sometimes rise up and I'd be tempted to go the route that was expected or more normal only to discover that it wasn't easier or more normal for us. You know, our, you know, was our school journey perfect? Absolutely not. But neither is their traditional route perfect. So I had to, in the end, just let go of any expectation of perfection. But the bottom line is, I didn't love navigating that tension that the schooling choice brought to our life, but it was a necessary tension to change and create our school story. And again, this isn't a pitch for homeschooling, but it is very much an invitation to invite and to listen to Holy Spirit nudges towards something that he is calling us to. And homeschooling was a tool that was connected to the plans and the purposes that God had for my crew. So it's not necessarily for yours. Okay, so that was an example of a story being wrong for me personally. But what about if the story is actually wrong, period, that you're living? First of all, after you work through all of the stuff that actually comes after recognizing and acknowledging that something was wrong, you know, that all that that brings up, then you have a choice. Are you going to have the courage and commitment to change it? That's the question. Are you going to have the courage and the commitment to change the story? It's so interesting that even when circumstances or ways of living can be so painful, it's proven that it's oftentimes easier for 
people to stay in that path than to take the path of change. And that goes back to those pathways, those neural pathways and ways of thinking that are carved out in our brain over time as something is repeated. Because as painful or as uncomfortable as the thoughts and the feelings and the actions and the circumstances feel to us, they are what we know and in some way are comfortable to us by their familiarity. But we weren't created to live with being comfortable. We were created for freedom. And that has more to do with renewing our mind and living in truth than it has to do with our circumstances. Here are a few questions that might be helpful in determining if you're allowing a lie or the wrong storyline in a particular area. Does it feel heavy? Do you feel condemnation? Not conviction, that's different, but do you feel condemnation? Do you feel alone or feel that you are living under a burden of shame? Now, those things that I just mentioned are a storyline that you have been redeemed from. You know, the story of God is all about being adopted into his family. So you are never alone. It's a story filled with love and hope and grace and redemption. May I remind you today that you are not in this thing called life alone. And the enemy wants you to feel like you are, but that is one of the biggest lies that you must take captive. And that lie needs to be replaced with the truth that we find in Hebrews that tells us that God will never leave us or forsake us. This was always one of my favorite verses growing up. And anytime I got a new Bible, I would always go to it and underline it. It's Hebrews 13, 5. And anytime I was alone or or scared growing up, I can remember many times I had memorized that little verse and I would remind myself and just calm my little spirit down. I would remind myself that God will never leave me alone. And it's comforting to see that the words of Paul in Philippians 1, 6, where he says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion, that it holds true. So comforting to know that we can stand on that truth and it holds true till the end. God is so faithful to you and I, and he is the originator of your story, beautiful one. He delights in you and longs for you to surrender to the story that he has written for you. And it's exceedingly abundantly above anything that you ask or even imagine. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this new year before us. Help us to have eyes that see what you are doing over news reports or any opinion of others. You are our God, and we choose to place our hope and our trust in you alone. You are the one who holds our days in your hand. Let hope spring up in our story this year. Even when circumstances might be trying to shout something different to us, we will look for your goodness and your grace and what you are doing and working in us. We are grateful and we are hopeful for what is to come. In Jesus' name, amen. So be it. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. 
And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do. Because you being you is exactly what we all need.